What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda program. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. I get, technically, yes, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Hopefully, if you are celebrating with family, hopefully you can have a good time. But of course, we have very important things to talk about before we, of course, have a uh, one day break before, uh, you know, maybe there might be a show on Black Friday. Not entirely for sure just yet. We'll have to see how uh, things are developing out. Of course, though, a suspected full-on terror attack may have happened just at our northern border within, you know, of course, the last few hours. But of course, as always, we have to talk about a lot of other stuff. A pause in the Israel versus Hamas conflict, as well as what is going on over at OpenAI. What, what the heck is going on with this craziness? And we'll talk about sort of the craziness just generally and that it can be done reversing the crazy can be done it just takes the right people of course that's all on today's show as always we got to start somewhere and where do we start you know we, we start with the only way i know how with just full tilt crazy because you know, we, I, I need you to get settled in before you realize the next thing that we got to talk about, which is a suspected terror attack. So Claire McCaskill, a, uh, of course, former Democratic U.S. Senator from Missouri, really putting out some conspiracy theories and, and that apparently, you know, I, I don't know where she got this from, you know, or even how this is possible, but, uh, you know, Take it with a grain of uh, of, of salt, obviously, because uh, you know I, I think she's going a little uh, a little cuckoo. A lot of people have tried to draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler, and the use of the terminology like vermin, and the the, the drive that those men had towards autocracy and and dictatorship. The difference, though, I think makes Donald Trump even more dangerous, and that is he has no philosophy he believes in. He is not trying to expand the boundaries of the United States of America. He's not trying to overcome a neighboring country like Putin is in Ukraine. He is not going for some grandiose scheme of international dominance. All he wants is to look in the mirror and see a guy who's president. All he cares about is selfish self-promotion. That's the only philosophy he has, which makes him even more dangerous because he has actually said out loud that it would be okay to terminate the Constitution to keep him in power. He said this. He actually said those words. And the irony is all of these supposed conservative folks that have populated the Republican Party all stood around and with their with their thumb in their mouth going, well, yeah, okay, I guess so. It yes, conspiracy. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> so I, I guess technically Trump is now considered more dangerous than Hitler. So I guess, you know, going around and, you know, literally wanting to ethnically cleanse all of the Jews because there are obviously all the problems in, you know, German society and, and then the communists, but that, that part is true. But, you, you know, like getting rid of all of the, you know, Jews in, in German society, very, you know, very, very bad. But, but Donald Trump, 
wanting to be just president of the United States just for this sort of icon and status symbol. Oh my god, how terrible. How, how terrible. It's almost like a whole bunch of other people that run for president are doing that for the exact same fucking reason. I would just like to remind everybody, President Joe Biden has been trying to run for president since literally the 1900s. I know you might be thinking, oh, what? Yes, he literally has been trying to run for president for over 20 years. Like, I think it's even been back since, like, I think almost 1980, if I'm remembering correctly, that he's been trying to run for president, trying to be in office that way. It, it, you know, because people kind of want to be the president. I, You know, who wouldn't want to be the most powerful person in the entire planet? Yeah, that's a pretty powerful feeling. By the way, I love the fact that, you know, we're calling Trump authoritarian nowadays. Yeah, so is every business leader. Do, do people not know how businesses are run? They're run pretty authoritarianly, you know, usually, or pretty oligarchically. I mean, is, are we just, is this, a, is this a new thing that we're all learning here? What? A business magnet? Magnet running, like, the, the U.S. government sort of like a business, and he would do that somewhat authoritarianly? I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I, we're all sitting here shocked. And yeah, Trump says a lot of things. A lot of silly things. I kind of doubt on the Constitution thing. I don't really think... But in the whole idea that Trump really doesn't believe in many things, it's kind of ironic coming from the fact that before almost, you know, back in the early 2000s, you know, when Trump wasn't a despised figure, he was, you know, a Democrat. So quite ironic in that sense. Quite ironic. But that's not the most important story of the day. Surprisingly, you know, it would have been, of course, Israel's pause. But then almost a terror attack level type stuff happened. Yes, a larger explosion, of course, happened at the Rainbow Bridge in uh, Niagara Falls at the U.S.-Canada border. Kind of also ironic in two ways as well that... The terror sort of, like, activity, like, sort of, like, uh, raiding or whatever for New York literally just got, like, bumped up just yesterday from what I'd seen. And then this happens next day, day die, as well as the fact that this is the northern border, not a place you'd expect a terror attack to happen, especially when, you know, you have the southern border. And we'll get into that, of course, today, as we do have a story on that, but... What exactly happened here? It's not fully known. This story is ever-evolving and ever-changing. It's literally as fluid as possible at this point. Still a bit dripping wet. As, yes, so as of earlier today, a car that reportedly from security footage that has been released now, the car went full-on airborne and it looks to be a terror attack. There, of course, was no secondary explosives in the car that had been found at this time no you know sort of like residue of some or you know anything else found in the car as of this time uh that's been reported now as this happened it does appear to be a terror attack as it straight up the car like drove to, like basically like in towards like the actual like office so we're not fully sure all of the details just yet but the Molon car exploded. The uh, full-on border has been shut for right now. Four checkpoints have been shut completely uh, for the day as this is being investigated. Like I said, it's, it's ever-evolving situation. It's kind of a sort of weird thing to already think about that we've had now another one of these. 
Now, usually in a terror attack, I would think that you'd actually maybe, like, you know, go for sort of, you know, some sort of actual, uh, you know, like you'd actually maybe go for like people, but I, I, I mean, I guess they just were trying to go for the office, kind of a weird target, I, I must admit, but of course there were, uh, it's reported that there were two people in the car and they are both officially confirmed dead. No one else has been harmed in this attack as of now that we are aware of and uh it must be uh must be shown that we're not entirely for sure what the whole details are here yet because it it is ever changing ever evolving but of course when updates are coming out we will of course continue to supply you with them as always, also trending up into the news, Israel has agreed to a full-on pause for a few days in the release of a total of 50 hostages as well as the release of 150 Palestinian prisoners, also to be released during, uh, during the, uh, of course, pause. Israel will also allow 300 aid trucks to enter Gaza from Egypt on a daily basis. About 240 hostages were abducted during the invasion from Gaza into southern Israel. So, lots of people to be released. So, yes, this has... This, of course, must be restated that and continually stated that even after this pause, Hamas will be destroyed. Okay, there is no, there is no stopping... Uh, but, of course, he has thanked uh, Prime Minister uh, Netanyahu, as, of course, thanked Joe Biden. I don't know why you do that, but for being helpful that he's made a hostage deal less costly. So at least, you know, we have 50 of the hostages back. At least. We're still missing quite a few people, but we're, we're getting closer to it. Uh, not everybody. So, but we're getting closer. Getting closer. So, yes, there will be. There will be a pause. Now, I must say that uh, I'm not, I'm not exactly, you know, liking a pause. I don't think there should be a pause. Is it good that hostages are being freed? Yes. Uh, but I'm not exactly very cheerful about a pause. You might think, why not? Because uh, I like watching terrorists die. You know, I, I think that's probably good for the world to, you know, know that a lot of terrorists are die like dead so that, you know, hopefully we can have a safer and better tomorrow. You know, because, uh, you know, uh, I tend to notice that, uh, you know, I, I hold a pretty strong stance toward terrorism. You know, try try to hold a pretty strong one. And I don't exactly like, you know, uh, negotiating with terrorists. You know, I've, I've heard that that doesn't really... And well, and I think in Israel's case, I think they would also realize that negotiating with terrorists really doesn't end well either. But you know, we'll we'll see how it works out. Because I'm sure, um, not nothing nothing wrong will happen during this pause, and I'm sure that uh, Hamas is totally not at all, you know, rearming, uh, regrouping, you know, a whole bunch. I'm sure, I'm sure it's all gonna be fine. It's all good. It is all all good. All hunky dory. I'm sure. But of course, you know, we can't leave the border and other stuff. You know, I just, I, I thought I'd let you know about the pause, you know, because th that's, that's important. We got to get the pause out there. But of course, 
you know, Joe Biden seems to really not understand or either the people around him are just really fucking dumb. Probably both. Really, really, it's, it's both. So on the official President Joe Biden Twitter account, they, they tweeted out, Deaths from fentanyl are an American tragedy that requires global action. I'm committed to doing everything I can to control this crisis from expanding prevention, harm reduction treatment, and recovery to working with Chinese, Mexican, and Canadian partners to tackle this. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that, you know, he's doing all that he can, but there's a, a bit of something missing. And, and, and uh, you know, uh, Ro Roseanne Barr uh, put put it best. Close the fucking border then, dipshit. Uh, it truly better work. I, I can't phrase it better than, than that. You know, I, I can't phrase it better than that. I, I, I can't beat a woman at, at this. You know, she, she beat me to it. She she's beat me to it. And truly, you know, I, I can't believe, you know, I, I'm agreeing. Even, even Caitlyn Jenner. I'm agreeing with Caitlyn Jenner here. Close the border. You know, I, I did never what I thought, you know, maybe, you know, I'm, you know, uh, there's a really good idea here. Lots of good ideas are being thrown out. And I, I think, I think we should all take them into consideration. You know, I, I think maybe closing the border, uh, a pretty good idea, P pretty, pretty sound idea. Um, because you know, why, why, why wouldn't you, you know, I, uh, by the way, you if you truly need to understand how bad the border situation is, not just with fentanyl, but uh, as well, uh, there is a full-on video going around. Uh, um, you know, I I didn't include it for today's show just because, you know, I didn't. <laughs> but it is quite funny. Uh, uh, to 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 know that um, yeah. Uh, Black, black Americans not exactly uh not not exactly happy about all all the migrants especially in like certain cities of the uh, U.S. You just think well why why aren't they happy with it? Oh, uh, because it's cutting into their handouts. Yeah, yeah. So sorry everybody, but uh you know the migrants they they also need they also need the good stuff too, you know they they also uh you know they they also need their their handouts. Yeah, so um. For Thanksgiving meals, by the way, they also can't even feed all, like, the different, like, homeless people and everything. Because due to the amount of migrants that are also there, there's not enough for everybody. So, yeah. Yeah. Not enough to go around. Not enough to go around. So, good job, Joe Biden. Uh, you should maybe close the border. Uh, but will you do that? Probably not. Pro 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 probably not. But hey, uh, you know, it, it, it would at least be showing that you're doing, you know, all you can. But um, I don't think it's going to happen. The notorious Swiss seem to be, you know, really, you know, the neutrality thing seems to be a bit of a thing of the past. You know, in our emotional modern times, you know, it was kind of, you know, a bit of a news story back, you know, a while ago when... Fully, you know, even, you know, the Swiss did something about, you know, Russia when the Ukraine and Russian war happened. Keep in mind, this is the same country that, you know, basically did absolutely nothing during World War II. Sort of kind of got rich a little bit off the back of, you know, hosting a lot of money for Germany, right? But, like, 
didn't really do anything, didn't really condemn anything, you know, stayed pretty much, you know, as they've always been, pretty fucking neutral. Well, that neutrality era of Switzerland must be just over because the Swiss government has now decided to ban Hamas. Now, is this amazing? Uh, probably a good idea? Yeah, I I don't know why you need a thing for it, but sure, yes, ban Hamas. This is, of course, I guess, uh, providing the necessary legal tools to counter any Hamas activities or support for the organization. So I guess it's maybe maybe a way to just completely, you know, oh, you want to support Hamas? Yeah, no, we don't. We don't do that here. Uh, we we don't we don't do that. So good to see that. Of course, they're considered a terrorist organization and that they are just full on banned. So. Um, you know, good job, Swiss. You uh, used to be neutral, man, but you know what? I think this is a, a good reason to respond. You know, maybe they need to keep responding. Well, back home in the U.S., you know, funny enough, we continue to understand that, um, you know, the U.S. has a bit of a, a debt problem, right? You know, uh, we all know we have a debt problem. You know, as we continue to keep going and going, and that some for some weird reason we actually have continued to spend the same amount even after COVID for whatever reason. You know, quite weird. I mean, the the U.S. national debt is at thirty three point seven trillion dollars, right? Trillion dollars. Now that's a lot of fucking money. It is. It, it it's it, it's a lot of fucking money. And you might think, well, how are we going to solve this problem? Well, don't worry. I'm sure that our great, great government officials, I'm sure that they have a great plan. By the way, um, how, how long? 20 years. Got about 20 years to fix uh, the problem. If you really, really want to fix it, if we're lucky. Hopefully. Uh, so get ready for, uh, of course, higher taxes. Uh, less money in your pocket, and uh, a worse quality of life. Oh, and, if, you know, if we don't maybe cut it, you know, could be some problems, you know, could lead to, you know, really, really bad things. But let's let's dive into the debt, right? When I was a kid, a lot of the ways that I learned was through, you know, sort of like some of the ways that I quickly sort of like was able to gain and like learn information was from Schoolhouse Rock. Now, obviously, I can't play you the video, sadly, I, I, without this entire thing getting like copyright claimed or whatever, because uh, um, the Schoolhouse Rock is technically owned uh, by like Disney and stuff, and uh, I don't really, you know, how no matter how much I clown on Disney, I'd rather not, you know, do something like that. So I'm not going to do that. Um, but one of the ways I kind of first learned about the debt was through the song Tyrannosaurus Debt. And back in that song, I even listened to it before the show today. The debt, the U.S. debt was at five trillion dollars. You may be thinking, how long ago was that? We're at thirty trillion now. Like we're in thirty-three trillion dollars in debt. When was that? That was back in two thousand, right? Back during the Clinton administration. Back in two or like at, towards like the end of the Clinton administration, into you know sort of like George W. Bush, you know, right? It, it's kind of, it, it's kind of weird, right? It's, it's weird to think that over 23, like 23 years, we went from 
five five ish trillion dollars, like over five and a half trillion dollars to thirty plus trillion dollars. Kind of kind of crazy to think about. Where does the US debt come from though? It comes from the very start of uh, the end of, you know, sort of the U.S. debt. It was a way to sort of establish a reason to actually have, you know, tax, like actual like taxes, you know, is fully established and was, you know, to hopefully, you know, then the total debt of the United States back then was around forty three million dollars. OK, it was it was, you know, of course, to help, you know, pay back the debt you that they used to help finance the war. The war of 1812 then, you know, basically doubled the U.S. national debt. But, of course, you know, Andrew Jackson came in and within six years of, you know, of his office, being in office, he actually created a government surplus. He actually basically paid down the entire national debt, right? He paid it all down. Uh, but it was short-lived, and it immediately immediately stopped. It then went right back up again, right as we went into the 1860s. It then went right back up again to then 65 million to then 2.6 million, or 2.6 billion, I should say. And, uh, well, you never guessed this. Uh, the money was not paid off by World War One, And it just kept continuing. It kept continuing. We then gained more of it. Uh, by the end of the World War II, we, you know, kept going up. You know, we reached $285 billion, and we just kept going up. And we kept trying. We kept trying. And now uh, it's just exploded. It just keeps exploding. Truly. You know, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that they'll, t I'm sure that they'll fix it. I'm sure. I'm real sure that they will. Okay. What the heck is going on over at OpenAI? That's probably the question if you haven't been following the situation very closely, but you've kind of heard about it. I mean, you know, it's it's gotten, you know, just a little over a billion impressions on Twitter over the past few days alone, OpenAI has. And you might ask yourself, what the fuck is going on? So, uh, last week, towards the end of last week, all of a sudden, Sam Altman was fired from OpenAI. He was ousted by the board, and then it was a full-on, you know, a bunch of, a uh, few upper people also left OpenAI all around the same time, being like, hey, you know, if he's not going to be here, I'm not going to be here. And, you know, they're all fully, you know, going to start looking for other things. And then it just started to get worse and worse staff at OpenAI, about 90 plus percent of them uh by i think a few just a few days ago i think even as of yesterday were all threatening to full-on leave OpenAI and like straight up go over to microsoft like get hired by microsoft to keep up the sort of partnership that OpenAI had to sort of be like its own new entity because they sort of gave them a timeline by sunday to give them you know, like, to bring Altman back. Of course, that didn't happen, and it kind of, you know, was still being worked on as a full-on deal. Well, now, as of today, he's now going to be returning as CEO of 
open AI. It, it's just been, what the heck of just, okay, we didn't like how Altman ran it, but now we do like, it's just, can we, can we figure it out, guys? Has uh, anybody, anybody over there at all got some, you know, some brains on their shoulders? I mean, you guys are open AI right now. You guys are, you know, in charge of pretty much, you know, the most popular sort of chat type AI on the planet, you know, chat GPT, you know, kind kind of pretty, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty popular, pop popular, you know, thing, you know, it's probably like the one that everybody has heard about at this point. So, uh, you know, should, should be interesting to see where this saga continues. But yes, it seems that Sam Altman has now going to return as the CEO. It's just, God, it, dude, it's, so we now fire person and then we bring them right back. Uh, you know, AI, everyone, AI. You know, they they may be smart in terms of, you know, sort of AI being you know quite smart at what it does, but I, I guess it doesn't create smart people in decision making on the outside. So um, quite the uh, fascination, some might say. Well. The Pope continues to spiral, spiral down more and more. As I guess now, I guess now the Catholic Church just no problems with transgender people. That's right. As uh, well, just in case, just in case the message wasn't clear, the Pope invited to uh, to enjoy, you know, 1,000 other uh, poor homeless people, a group of transgender women with, you know, and of course some others, to join, you know, the Catholic Church to sort of, you know, mark the Catholic Church's World Day of the Poor. The more traded like VIPs, the one a former sex worker seated at the table with the Pope. Oh, fantastic. Who knew? Who knew, you know, the Pope, everyone, the Pope, you know, the, the acceptance is there. Uh, the Once again, good to see the uh, the Pope always. Um, so, so, so who knew that the Catholic Church was uh, this progressive these days? I didn't even know. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know that, uh, that, you know, the Bible really, you know, really got progressive. Must be like some new chapters. You know, some new new chapters, you know, that, that we didn't get to read, you know. Some people have never read. I, you know, must be. Must be. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm sure that this is all very, uh, very normal stuff. It's very normal. It's all normal. You know, it's very, it's all normal things, right? You know, the, the world, you know, completely normal. Obviously, you know, the Marvel machine, you know, they're very normal, too. I I don't know why they can't, you know, understand it. You know, even after getting completely made fun of by South Park, by, you know, the whole replacing different characters with a woman, somehow none of them have been been getting it. I, I don't understand how these people don't get it, you know. I, you know, but apparently they... They're gonna make another re. They're gonna make a remake of Fantastic Four. That's, and then they're gonna gender swap Silver Surfer for a woman. It, let me guess. Let me guess. I'm gonna take a stab at it, and that the Silver Surfer woman is gonna be gay. In some way, 
it, it, she's gonna be she's gonna be gay and it's a woman and um well in, in true south park and she's probably gonna be fucking lame let's be honest it's gonna be a chick she's gonna be gay and she's gonna be super fucking lame the the marvel formula the disney and marvel formula for uh how to just sort of make uh, a a great female reboot uh of course uh, yes just what we all needed yes mm. why why when why won't these people fucking learn like I, I feel like we're in like the whole like spongebob level like when will you learn old man like when are you gonna fucking learn that this is not what people want people don't no no just no on so many levels it gets even worse now. I, I guess we're just rewriting history too, as a British museum has now decided that a infamous Roman Empire emperor was a guest transgender. Yes, yes, the Roman Empire, so known for being super progressive uh, uh, as well. You know, super duper progressive. Definitely not a patriarchal society. Uh, you know, very, you know, very normal sort of stuff, right? Very, very good. Mm hmm. Who who would have guessed? You know, of course. You know, uh, you know, it, it's very very cool, very, very cool. Um, yes, but he, yeah, but clearly was transgender. Why? Because apparently there are claims that they wanted to be called uh, like wife, mistress, and queen. You know, I, I am a lady. Apparently, told a person, but. That's up for debate, like, like up for serious debate. So no one actually like knows. Like, by the way, the the reason why it's sort of like up for debate is because allegations of sexual improperty and or effeminate behavior were stock insults in Roman political lexicon. So it really is like, ah, uh, you know, it's up for literal debate. Like we genuinely could never possibly find out if it was just, you know people making fun of the person in sort of their lexicon or if it was actually a true thing so we don't do not actively know but what we can tell is that uh, yeah we're really really up for debate here so where 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 does all this craziness lead well it leads for some people to just eventually sort of snap well, where do some people snap? Well, we can tell you what happens when people, you know, tend to uh, tend to snap and uh, finally decide to make some changes. Over in Charleston, South Carolina, the very first Republican mayor was just elected. Now you might be thinking, how is this newsworthy? Well, the city of Charleston, South Carolina has not had a Republican as mayor since 1877. That's right, since 1877. A city that went overwhelmingly for Biden in 2020 has now elected its first Republican mayor since 1877, winning with over 51% of the vote beating the incumbent. This is now officially, after 146 years, the first... The first... Republican mayor in the city. And here is, of course, the new mayor, 
of, of course, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, William Cogswell here is, of course, uh, him fully uh, accepting his victory over the incumbent. Say the people have spoken, and we're ready, we're ready for a new direction. A new direction that's smart, safe, and sound. Y'all have heard those words enough. A new direction that puts our citizens and residents first. And a new direction that puts labels aside so that we can find pragmatic solutions to our problems. I am humbled by the results, no doubt. I am excited about the future of our city. And I have to say thank you. Thank you, thank you to all the supporters and all the voters that are out there that have expressed their confidence in me. And I also want to say that if you didn't vote for me, I hope to earn your trust and respect as your next mayor. So, yes, there is the brand new mayor of Charleston, South Carolina. Sounds like a decent bloke. Sounds like a decent bloke. Hopefully he can make some fantastic, uh, great changes to the city of Charleston. Truly, truly hope. But that's what happens when your craziness eventually leads to people snapping. It leads to a city that just, you know, three years ago went really hard for Joe Biden voting for someone else. They want somebody new. People want not crazy. People want to be able to live their life and be left the fuck alone. Generally, if you ask most people, that's what they want. They, 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 don't, want, they don't want... Most people don't want to have constant conversations with their government. Like, truly, honestly, if this stuff wasn't as big as it was, I'd... You know, and if our society wasn't completely crazy, I would probably actually have gone to university right now and would probably be like studying to maybe be like a historian or something, right? Because I love history. I would I would have done that if our society wasn't so crazy, right? I'm not going to go to a university nowadays. Well, what what am I stupid? What am I crazy? No, no. Besides, I'd rather if we're going to be in this craziness, then fine. Fuck it. I'll do this instead because genuinely I find more enjoyment than the than this than having to sit through all those boring ass bullshit classes because this is what it leads to. It leads to eventually you start to see some unraveling. People actually coming out of sort of the craziness and realizing hey, we maybe should try something else. You know, when you keep pushing up against the wall, when you keep going for stupid over and over again, you eventually should hopefully realize, if you're not completely insane, to maybe try something different. You see, that's that's where Chicago made its mistake. Is Chicago literally went for someone even worse than Lori Lightfoot. They're like, oh my god, this woman sucks at her job. Let's vote for someone even somehow worse than Lori Lightfoot. And it shows in polling, we told you on the show, already at the same polling level that Lori Lightfoot was when she lost the primary election just the last year when you don't learn and you keep finding out that you get the exact same result with the exact same people over and over again you should maybe realize that the policies do not work 
but that doesn't mean that craziness doesn't end. Uh, the Guardian today put out a uh, a piece. Apparently, right wing personalities are using X to bring anti-Semitic theories to light. Now, this is kind of ironic because the amount of anti-Semitism that's increased, I've noticed, has been on the left majority right now. Of course, because you know, uh, apparently, you know, the Great Replacement theory, as it's continually been put in place. Yes, because of course, I'm sure that many, many right-wing personalities are, of, of course, very much saying such things, which uh, quite hilariously is not happening. Um, it's actually been more said on, you know, the left basically sort of describing the whole thing and us being like, why would you say something like that? Hmm? But, uh, you know... You know, it's fine. You know, it's it's fine. I'm sure. I I I'm sure it, everything is complete. You know, it's all normal. You know, it's all normal. Remember, remember, it's all anti-Semitism. Clearly, only happens on the right. You know, it's 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 not definitely a left-wing problem right now. You know, because I know all of those all of those kids on college campuses. You know, attacking, you know, Jewish people right now. You know, attacking their fellow Jewish students. All all right-wingers. Mm-hmm. Yup. Yep, yep, you know, you know me, I, I, I can't stand those right-wingers of those college campuses. Too violent, too crazy, you know, you know, practically going to Klan meetings, you know, you know, saluting Hitler, you know, walking around in the full, you know, German officer, you know, outfit. I mean, they're they're going crazy with it, you know, beating, you know, I think they're even establishing their own SSs at this point, you know, they're, they're pretty, pretty crazy out there. What, no, you know me, I, you know, left wing, most left wing show on the planet, you know, uh, whoa, it's, it's silliness, it's utter silliness, yes, yes, there are some on the right who are, that very much don't like Jewish people, I know people that aren't, obviously, it's, you know, like, I know some people, but I, I don't, but majority of it right now is, uh, so strongly coming from the left, it would be kind of hilarious, to even think it's a sort of right-wing problem. But, you know, that's, you know, that's just, it's just the Guardian for you. Just, just the Guardian. And finally, to end off our show today, what better way to end our uh, show? Because, you know, I syphilis. That's right. Mm-hmm. This one caught my attention because it's just, what? Huh? So, apparently, a group of five women all linked to one infected man are raising the possibility of a new strain of syphilis bacteria that's adapted to more easily cause systematic uh, syphilis, particularly a disease that affects the eyes and central nervous system. Apparently, it's obviously the sort of ocular syphilis is not a new thing. It's just... It's just this one's sort of sort of weird as... Most of the time when this happens, it usually develops in people who are above the age of 65 and report injection drug use, and they're usually HIV positive. But in this one, the five women all had early uh, early stage infections. They're all between the ages of 40 and 60. None of them reported injection drug use. And that this was, of course, the first documented case of it being between heterosexual transmission. So it's kind of, kind of sort of a, a weird, a weird sort of thing. 
the, by the way, this all came out sort of like last year, but it's only really being reported on now. But it's just, it, it's such a weird thing. You know, it's still being kind of studied, still trying to figure out what exactly is going on here. But um, kind of a little, a little freaky, if you ask me. But, uh, you know, you can get some, get some isophilus. There you go. Little, little weird. You know, a little, little weird. You think if you're the guy, you'd maybe try to get traded for, you know, your syphilis a bit quicker. But, you know, I guess not. I, I, I guess, I guess not. You know, I, I guess the, the, the effects of syphilis just weren't strong enough to maybe get him to, man, even, man, truly, that's how you know men don't like going to the doctor. Even when they have syphilis and it could literally blind them and everything. You know, still, they refuse to go to the doctor. Mm. There there you go, women of the world. If even You might even think that even when a man has syphilis, that they would go to the doctor, but I, I guess not. I guess not. Well, hey, that is going to do it for today's episode. Of course, might see you on Friday. Uh, fully decide. Keep a tune on to Twitter or True Social to let you know if there will be a show on Black Friday. But of course... Have a good Thanksgiving. Have a good rest of your Wednesday. I'll see you maybe on Friday or next week on Monday. Catch you then.